0: This is Witness Radio with Ryan Muniac, where you learn biblical evangelism from real life encounters.
1: Hey there, welcome to Witness Radio, the show where you learn how to share your faith the right way, the biblical way, by listening to real-life witnessing encounters and hearing from experts in biblical evangelism. I'm your host, Ryan Muniac, and just so you know, you can leave feedback by calling 513-98070. Or you can email us, find us on social media, Facebook, and Twitter. And our website is witnesstalkradio.org. And I also encourage you to subscribe to Witness Radio on your favorite podcast app. Today's episode is brought to you by Amazon. Okay, well, not really. But if you go to witnesstalkradio.org slash Amazon and buy stuff, you'll be supporting this show. So start getting your evangelism gear at witnesstalkradio.org slash Amazon today. Well, I made it back from beautiful, sunny Southern California. I went to the Living Waters Ambassadors Academy, the first one they've had in the last five years. And I got to tell you, it was amazing. You know, I don't know what they did previously because I never went to one, but from what I saw at this academy, I don't know how they could could have done any better. I absolutely loved it. And if I could afford it, I would go to every Ambassadors Academy. So what was it that was so amazing about this experience at the Ambassadors Academy? Well, for one, you get to hang out with Ray Comfort and the Living Waters team. That in itself is just a great time. You know, you get to see Ray Comfort in his element on top of the box at Huntington Beach Pier like you see in all the YouTube videos that he does. Not only that, but you get to stand on that very box and open air evangelize. It's amazing just to be able to stand on that box and to do what we've all learned from watching YouTube videos of Ray Comfort. Plus, you get to go to so many unique locations that you can only see in Los Angeles, such as Hollywood Boulevard, the Walk of Stars, the, the Chinese Theater, Santa Monica Pier, Third Street Promenade, all these wonderful places, great beaches, and even just driving around on the bus as you go, you see so many different places. Rodeo Drive, Beverly Hills, Capitol Records Building. I mean, it's it's fantastic just to go for that experience alone, just the sightseeing. And you don't have any time for sightseeing. It's just as you're going to evangelism places and witnessing, you're seeing all these famous places. But I would say what is most amazing about your adventure to an ambassador's academy would be the opportunities. To share the gospel with people from all over the world and to see God work on the hearts of those you witness to for example I met a guy named Chris he wasn't from California in fact he wasn't even from the United States of America he was from Norway and we had a great little discussion about how he used to believe in Christ Chris we are here today at the Santa Monica Pier and you know it, it's beautiful California, and you are actually not from here, like myself, but you're a little bit farther away. You are from Norway, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So tell me, tell me a little bit about Norway. What? Why would someone want to go to Norway or live in Norway?
2: Uh, in my opinion, I think Norway is a really beautiful country. Uh, we got amazing uh, uh, mountains, and uh, yeah, uh, our healthcare is. Uh, it's an addition, it's great, so yeah.
1: So what brings you all the way from Norway here to California? Uh,
2: my family and I are on vacation, so we decided to uh, see those beautiful beaches and uh, experience some temperature, so yeah.
1: Right. Is it cold in Norway?
2: Yeah, it's actually pretty cold, but now it's summer, so yeah. now it's kind of hot.
1: Alright, well, uh, part of what I do with the, this radio show, it's called Witness Radio, it's yeah. a Christian radio show, yeah. uh, I, I talk to people about their spiritual
2: beliefs. Chris, what spiritual beliefs do you have? Uh, I don't really know, actually, um, I've uh, no, I don't know. Uh, I used to believe uh, in Christ, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what made you stop believing in Christ? Uh, I don't know actually uh, maybe my friends or uh, yeah. So now you say you, you used to believe in Christ, but you
1: don't believe in him anymore uh, through friends and whatnot. So
2: what let me ask you this. what's going to happen to you when you die? Uh, I don't really know that uh, but in my opinion I think um, I think I'm going to uh, just be like soil. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll go to the heaven. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, you
1: know, according to the Bible, according to Jesus, uh, there's only two places you get to go to. That's heaven or hell. Yeah. You don't just get to sit in the ground and rot for all of eternity. Yeah. So, if God, the Christian God, were real, and you were to stand before Him on Judgment
2: Day. Do you think he would send you to heaven or hell? Um, I don't know. Um, maybe he will send me to heaven, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's
1: take a, a quick test, Chris, all right? So it's uh, I'm going to use a couple of the Ten Commandments see how you're doing, okay? So one of the commandments is do not lie. Have you ever told a lie?
2: Yeah, uh, How I have told a lie. I don't know how actually how many, but it's a lot, lot here. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. So what do you call someone who tells a lot of lies? Uh, pardon? What do you call someone who tells a lot of lies? A liar? Very good. Thanks for your honesty. <laughs> All right. Next question. Have you ever
2: stolen something, even something small? Um. Actually, no. Not from a shop or a lot, or stolen food from a mates, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what does that make you? uh a
1: thief. Very good, very good. All right, next one. Uh, have you ever used God's name in vain, or used His name like a curse word? Um, uh, maybe
2: sometimes, yeah. 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 Like
1: God or or Jesus in a, in a mean way.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. That's called blasphemy. That's very
1: serious against God's I- in God's eyes. Last one. This one got me. All right. The Bible says, "You shall not commit adultery." But Jesus took it a step further. He said, whoever looks with lust has committed adultery in his heart. Now we're out here in sunny California, lots of beaches, lots of opportunity for looking with lust. You already admitted to being a liar, I want the
2: honest truth, okay? Are you guilty of that one? Have you looked with lust? Uh, yeah, maybe uh, once or something, I don't oh, know. Come on, be honest with me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I don't know.
1: All right. Chris, so based on your own admission, you've told me that you are a lying, thieving, blasphemous adulterer at heart. Yeah. Chris? Do you think you're a good person? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, looking at just four of the Ten Commandments, it it shows that you're not. But let me tell you this, the Bible says there are none good. So. I already knew you were going to fail the test. I failed the test. But here's where it gets serious. If God were to judge you based on that standard, when you die and stand before Him on Judgment Day, knowing that you're guilty, should God
2: send you to Heaven or Hell? Uh, I don't know, actually. um, I don't know. Uh, Well, let me tell you what the Bible says. It
1: says all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. That's hell. Yeah. Says the sexually immoral adulterers, uh, people who lust, they will spend eternity in the lake of fire. Says no thief will inherit the kingdom of God. They're not going to heaven. And it says God will not hold you guiltless for taking his name in vain. So Chris, based on the Bible, based on what God's word says, you're in
2: trouble, man.
1: Does that concern you?
2: Uh, no, actually, I don't... I, I feel like I don't believe in God, so... So, yeah. Well, I, I can tell... I, I know exactly why it is you don't
1: believe in God. Do you want me to tell you? Uh, okay. The reason you don't believe in God is because you love the sin that is against God. Yeah. I, I'm not going to ask you which ones uh, come to your mind, but y- you you can admit that, right? You you love your sin too much. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, Bible says that you need to turn away from your sin, to yeah. put put it down and go to God. Yeah. But you don't want that. That's why you deny God's existence because you don't want the accountability. But your conscience is telling you; it's screaming inside you right now, saying you are guilty and you are heading for hell. And you you. That's why you're denying God's existence, because you you want to suppress that truth. Yeah. You don't want it to be true, but you know that it is true, Chris. Yeah. And I hope it concerns you, because well, it's true. You, you will spend eternity in hell. I don't want that for you, Chris. So, do you know what God did for you so that you could escape hell and go to heaven anyway?
2: Yeah, he sent uh, Jesus on the cross. That's right. That's right. Let me, let me kind of
1: explain that in, in legal terms. So if you were a guilty criminal standing before a judge and the judge says, all right, you've got a $50 million fine to pay or you're gonna rot in jail. You don't have $50 million. So there's only one option for you, rotten in jail. But someone you don't even know comes up into the courtroom, pays the fine on your behalf. So now the judge says to you, well, the fine has been paid. You can go free, but it's up to you. Do you accept that payment on your behalf? Or do you say, no, I reject that payment. I'd rather go to jail. That's what Jesus did when he came to this earth, lived a perfect life, a life that you and I can't live because he was God in the flesh. He died on that cross to pay for your sin, my sin. He shed his blood. The Bible says without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Sin can't be taken away unless blood is spilled. He rose from the grave, like you said, three days later, defeating death. He says, repent, turn from your sinful ways, turn from your sinful nature, and trust in Jesus alone, and you can have eternal life. Now, let me ask you this, Chris. Knowing what I have just said, knowing that you are guilty before God yeah. and that Jesus has made a way for you to escape hell, has paid the fine with his blood that you deserve to pay. Yeah. He says you can go free. Will you? Are you going to accept the gift or are you going to reject it?
2: I would uh, accept it. Yeah. You would? Yeah. I hope so. Do you, Chris, do you have a Bible? Uh, I told
1: him, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have a do you have a uh, smartphone? Yeah. Bible right there on on the yeah. web. Plenty of Bible apps. I encourage you to read the Bible. Okay. Every day. Uh, start with the Book of John. It tells you all about Jesus, what he yeah. did. Okay. That book is true. It has stood the test of time. Thousands of years. People have tried to disprove that Bible. They can't do it. It's true. Trust God. Trust Jesus. Okay. Thirty seconds. Before it's too late. Okay? I don't want you to go to help, Chris. When are you gonna die? Hmm? When when are you gonna die? I don't know. Neither do I, but God does. So please get right with God today before it's too late. Okay, Chris? Yeah. Two things I picked up from that conversation with Chris. Number one, biblical evangelism can work anywhere with anyone. I mean, here we've got this guy named Chris from Norway, not even the same country, not even the same continent, and using the principles of biblical evangelism, law to the proud, grace to the humble, I was able to share the gospel with this man and help him to see that he has broken God's law, deserves hell, needs a savior, and point him to that savior, Jesus Christ. That's amazing. Now, granted, there was a little bit of help there in the fact that he spoke English fairly well. Of course, I'm not putting it past God to have allowed me to speak in tongues to him had he not spoken English, and I don't know any other language besides English, so that would have been neat. But the other thing I want to point out is that he claimed he didn't believe in God, didn't believe in what I was telling him, and I took him basically to Romans 1:18 where it says that he suppresses the truth in his unrighteousness and that's that's true that the Bible is true so that is true and I called him out on it and he admitted that it was true. How interesting is that that Chris once he was called out, he, he admitted to the truth that he was suppressing the truth of God because he loved his sin. It's sad really but it, it is the sad truth. Of many who deny God's existence. They love their sin. That's why they deny God. So I would say that the next time you are witnessing to someone and they say, Oh, I don't believe in God, or I don't believe in Jesus, call them out on it. Gently, of course, but call them out on it. Say, Look, you you deny God. You deny Jesus because you love your sin. Now, you don't need to know what that sin is, but you know that they have some sin that they love so much they are unwilling to give it up for God. So that's my takeaway from today, from this experience, this interview with Chris is Romans 1.18. Call them out on their sin. Help them to see that they deny the God they know exists because they love their sin so much.
0: You're listening to Witness
3: Radio.
1: Did you know that Amazon has a ton of witnessing tools? From amps to stools, from books to t-shirts. Pretty much everything you need to share the gospel can be found right there. Maybe you want a drone for dropping tracks over North Korea. Amazon's got you covered. And now you can support this show when you shop by going to witnesstalkradio.org slash Amazon. I mean, you already shop there, but now your purchase has extra value at witnesstalkradio.org slash Amazon.
4: Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd and say the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few? At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com.
1: We're here at the Santa Monica Pier as part of the ambassadors Academy number 21 its back finally praise the Lord it's a wonderful event and uh, this is my first time being here I want your guys opinions what what do you guys think of the ambassadors Academy
0: I think it's fabulous I wish every Christian could at least observe uh, you know they may not feel comfortable open-air preaching they may not feel comfortable doing one-on-one evangelism but if Christians could just observe what's going on and, you know, you see the sea of humanity. Your, your heart is touched, you know, your eye affects your heart. The Bible says, and when I see all these people, you know, you can't help but think, man, these people are going somewhere forever. And you want to be able to reach them and most Christians don't know how or they're afraid or both. And the Ambassador's Academy is a way to help equip a Christian uh, in the how and help them overcome their fears and um, I've learned a lot I've been observing a lot and it is a real great opportunity to reach the lost here in Southern California it's a great place to live because there's so many people and uh, I mean I've loved it I'm glad that my son could come and I would like to have my other boys come as well it's tremendous.
1: That was Kevin so now let's go to his son Josiah. Josiah what are your thoughts on the ambassadors academy so far?
3: Um, I love it. Uh, we were
4: passing out tracks earlier in a kind of a rough area where people were getting a lot of rejections and I was a little bit discouraged and then Ray and everyone started walking up and and just having them there made me feel like I could you know get rejected all day long. And I think that's part of one of the amazing blessings of the Academy is that you're around people who encourage you and you're doing it together and you're in it together and you're reaching people and it's encouraging and there's an atmosphere where you can learn more and you can experiment and you can do more and you can make mistakes or whatever and you're encouraged to try and reach people, whether it be open up preaching or passing out tracts or conversations. And so it's been a real blessing and there's wonderful guidance and, and leaders here at the Academy.
1: Very cool. So in your statement you said that Ray just came right up to you and was talking to you. You mean that Ray doesn't have like a, a mob of bodyguards surrounding him the entire time making sure we can't touch him or talk to him in any way? <laughs> no,
4: though that never happened. He's just, uh, they're all um, really down to earth and normal and they're just normal people and they want to help us uh, learn how to soul win and answer our questions and help us reach people and they're, we're all in it together so it's a, it's a real blessing. Very cool. So
1: let me go back to Kevin real quick. What is one of the n- most notable uh, experiences that you have had so far this weekend at, here at the Ambassador's
0: Academy? Anything come to your mind? Well, again, the, the power of open air preaching. I think that there are things that I've learned about what to do, what not to do, uh, but that's a very powerful thing uh, to see it Uh, and then to be right there to hear it in person and to look around and to see the reaction of people as they're processing what Ray or uh, Brother David and others are are preaching Scotty and uh, that is something I want to do you know I want to impact my world in open air preaching as we've been taught Uh, was done by the prophets, the apostles, Jesus and that's the main takeaway. This is something I need to do and I want to learn how to do it better uh, and then take it all over the country and in the world and I just loved observing the open-air preaching. It's fabulous and they're very good. You can tell they've got experience and uh, and I look up to them and uh, these guys uh, doing that.
1: All right we are at the uh, famous TCL Chinese Theater. You may not know what that is because it used to be the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Anyway, I'm here with Nathaniel, who is part of my group with the Ambassadors Academy, and I wanted to get some of his thoughts on what he did this weekend, how cool it was. So Nathaniel, go, go ahead and tell us uh, a little bit about the Academy, what your thoughts were on it.
3: I thought
0: it was very good. The, the teaching was very straightforward and needed. And it and it was very helpful to help me to fe- um, get my thoughts together to be able to share the share the gospel with people on the streets. Has there been any experiences this
1: weekend that come to mind? Anything that was just your 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 one of your favorite moments
0: that have happened this weekend? I guess it um, probably the time the time that I was that I got up and read the scripture and the. Um, in the plaza of, the, of this theater right here was one of the moments that I thought was... It, it just, I'm, I'm probably going to remember it for quite a while. So I'm sitting on
1: the bus with Daniel who was on my team for Ambassadors Academy number 21. We just got done uh, open airing and doing evangelism ministry on, in, in Hollywood on the, uh, where, where they have all the stars on the ground and it was, for me, it was an awesome time. But, Daniel, I want to get your thoughts just on the academy all around. What, what were your thoughts on this academy?
4: Well, I really looked at the academy like it was very um, encouraging and lifting. And um, when I seen a lot of the, the new guys that never open air preached or never passed out of track ever. Um, you know, when I'm seeing them doing that, that really helped me to overcome my fears and to get out there and, and uh, you know, just stirred me up and encouraged me a lot. Do you have
1: any memorable moments that you want to share, anything that comes to your mind, good or bad, something that was memorable that
4: you will not soon forget? Well, you know... I wanted to, um, well, one of the ones that stuck out to me really, and I'm still thinking about it right now, is that uh, we have uh, one of our buddies on our on our team, uh, one of the brothers in Christ, uh, his name is Nathaniel, and uh, uh, he he was like, you could tell like he never opened their preach or anything like that, and I kind of like encouraged him to get on the box, just start reading the Word of God, and he went up there, and that, I don't know, that really helped me, that really like... Uh, just seeing him going out there and then like he was nervous you could tell and going up there and just you know sharing the word of God and just preaching it and then he even had a heckler tell him <laughs> he even had a heckler and but it was really encouraging to see that but that was the one that was just recent but um, yesterday when um, when I was open there preaching there's this you know uh, there's this guy his name is Andrew and he um, He saw his sin and he acknowledged that he, you know, he committed, uh, he broke God's law and he was in sin. And um, he said that he wanted to repent today and uh, he wanted to uh, put his faith and trust in Jesus Christ. I told him, I can't do that for you. You're going to have to do that in the still quietness of your heart. And he said that he was going to do it, but I prayed for him. So, Jason, we are here
1: in beautiful California, Hollywood. We are where the stars are. Literally, they are beneath our feet right now. And you are here as part of my team with the Ambassadors Academy, number 21. Let me, let me get your thoughts. What do you think about the Academy, the Ambassadors Academy?
3: Uh, it's been awesome. And uh, Ryan's been an awesome host, an awesome team, team leader. I'm going to edit that out. Yeah, no, he's not. It's been awesome. Um, Learning just about how to be compassionate in our evangelism, how to truly love those who we're trying to reach, I think has been a huge takeaway for me. Um, You know, just being able to do some uh, street preaching, open-air preaching, it's not something I've been really familiar with. So being able to watch Ray up close and, you know, kind of like copy some of his tricks and and get up there and do that has been just a great experience. I learned a lot. Can you tell me about one of your... Uh, most memorable moments during this weekend? Wow, Uh, most memorable was probably getting on the box on Ray's box at Huntington Beach Um, this girl Jillian came up Um, I asked her if she was a Christian before she came up she said no and we went through the good person test shared the law and the gospel with her and by the end she said she wanted to believe she wanted to be a Christian she had a few questions but you know she wanted to believe and so I thanked her got down from the box and gave her some literature some follow-up things from Ray's ministry the Living Waters and um, you know that was just a beautiful thing you know whenever someone goes from saying they're not a Christian to wanting to believe and wanting to repent and trust Christ you know to me that's a good day
1: I am with Travis and Nate they are attendees of the ambassadors Academy number 21 and I just want to get their thoughts on the experience they've had so far. So I'm gonna start with Travis. Travis, what are your thoughts so far, man?
5: It's been really neat coming out and seeing you know, all the people, tourists and locals, and just trying to witness to them, show them um, just who Christ is and just trying to talk to them. It's been really neat giving that opportunity with Living Waters and, and uh, them kind of guiding us and getting our feet wet, I guess. Um, Nate, what about you? What are your thoughts? It's kind of the same thing, you know, just coming out here, um, seeing other people like-minded, who we can encourage each other, you know, we can encourage each other, we can pass out tracts, get on the box, preach the gospel, you know, have one-on-one conversations, and then actually see the law that we use um, in the beginning of our message to bring about sin and, and see people's demeanor just change, and then being able to share grace of the gospel with them is the best. Very cool. And while getting your answer,
1: one of our attendees is fulfilling the Great Commission, ran away from the interview because he saw someone that needed a million-dollar bill. That's part of the the beautiful thing that is the Ambassadors Academy. Now that he's back, let me ask him, Travis, uh, one thing that sticks out in your mind, like one experience that you've had this weekend, what is it, good or bad?
5: It's been really neat seeing, I think Nate kind of mentioned seeing other believers get up on the box. I know I've, I've never done that myself. Uh, I've watched a lot of videos of Ray Comfort and, uh, and Scotty doing it. Um, but just seeing other believers, you know, just like myself, who are just learning, getting, you know, this is their first time up, and seeing them just, just uh, you know, follow, follow God's footsteps, follow him in obedience. And it's really an encouragement to me um, that, uh, it's not like, you know, somebody's gonna get up there and rip your head off. It's just, you know, people talking to people and we're just trying to share truth with them. Nate, how about you, man? One one experience that you want to share from this weekend, good or bad? Oh man, probably just getting on the box. You know, you see Ray do it all the time. You see YouTube, way of the master videos all the time, and you always, you know, want to, you know, emulate Ray because Ray is a man of integrity. He cares about people, and uh, you know, he's like a role model. So you want to do that, and and just getting up there and conquering that fear and then seeing people actually respond to you in a, in a kind manner and actually thank you for sharing with them. You know, and taking the literature and, and, and saying, hey, I'll really think about this. You know, that's just, all glory to God.
1: I'm sitting here next to Damien on the bus. We are going towards graduation. We just got done at Hollywood Boulevard, preaching on the stars. And uh, it was, uh, amazing. So, Damien, I I want to get your thoughts on the Academy, Ambassadors Academy Twenty One, as as a whole. What were your thoughts? Oh, man,
6: it was just when I when I first got, you know, to the um, the ballroom we were in or the little room when I just felt God's presence, like I've never really felt it before. You know, what I mean, um, it was just it was just great when I first got here. You know, and then all the um all the people i met everybody was really nice you know i mean it's just it's just a great experience you know what i mean um and then going out and open air preaching uh the first day i got to you know stand on a box and open air preach something i've never done before i was very very nervous but i got through the you know the law and i got through everything really really good and and it just made it that much better to have you know other guys there with me you know cheering me on and stuff it just felt it just felt good man i loved it
1: what was one memorable moment of this whole weekend that you know is going to stick
6: out in your mind for a long time i would have to say the 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 guy that got up on the box when i was open air preaching Uh, after after we were done after we went through the law after you know after he took the money and everything, we went to subway and we' seen the same i' seen the same guy in the subway that I opened there preached to and he asked me uh, he came up to me and asked me, you know why are you guys giving out money you know what, what what is why are you guys giving out money i've never you know i've never seen that before i've never seen nobody willing to give out so much money and you know and my answer was you know it's not about the money it's really just a it's really just about us being able to talk to you and get the gospel out to you uh the money is just you know we don't really care that's why we're giving it to you you know what i mean we we don't really care about it we we just really want to get the gospel to you we we believe that the gospel is more important than the money we're giving to you so you know and i got his number and we're we're friends on facebook now so man it's great so that was probably the most the most Memorable thing. I'm going to remember that forever, man. Yeah. Good.
1: Opportunity for follow-up yeah. right yeah.
6: there. Yeah, definitely. So, have you ever wanted
1: to come out with me when I'm witnessing on the streets or evangelizing in various places? Well, you can. Tuesdays from 10 until noon is the outreach and Bible study for the University of Cincinnati. Not affiliated with them, but we go there and we minister on the campus. We witness, whether it's open air, whether it's getting interviews for the radio show, whether it's one-to-ones, handing out tracks, great time, and you get to learn something from the Bible study. More information in the show notes, of course. Wednesdays from 10 until noon, I am typically outside of the Planned Parenthood here in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's 2314 Auburn Avenue. I'll have a link in the show notes for some abortion prevention, where I stand outside of the Planned Parenthood, and I witness to people inside and outside, because there's Catholics there, and there's people murdering babies on the inside. It's, it's probably the hardest ministry I, I do,
5: which is why I would love it if you'd join me out there. The children of Lima, Peru face many difficulties. Hunger, neglect, abuse, and most importantly, a lack of the gospel. If Heart of Christ Ministry seeks to bring the Gospel and to fulfill the other needs of the children, please consider partnering with us. You can sponsor a child for just $25 a month, and there are many other ways to help. Please visit HOFCM.org
1: You know you should read your Bible every day, but things just seem to get in the way. How would you like it if someone else did the reading for you? Bible 365 is a new podcast that reads your daily dose of scripture for you. There's no annoying chapter breaks to distract you or personal commentary to confuse you. Just listen to God's Word on Bible 365 and you'll get through the whole Bible in one year. Go to MuniacFamily.com slash Bible365 or find Bible365 on your favorite podcast app.
3: You're listening to When Radio.
1: We recently finished a giveaway of Todd Friel's newest book, Reset for Parents. We had five signed copies, and we gave them away. Congratulations to Robert, Michael, Lisa, Mitchell, and Laura. Your books should already be in your hands. Which brings me to my next point. Todd Freakishly Tall Friel is going to be on Witness Radio. That's right, in an upcoming episode, Todd Friel is going to be my guest. Be on the lookout for that, because he is hilarious, and he wanted me to do an unedited episode. There, there might be some minor editing, just, just a little bit. I've been thinking recently about doing some training courses, either at my church or at a conference center or something or even online through Facebook Live or something like that, like the Way the Master Basic training course, would that be something that would interest you? If so, please let me know. You can email wtr at or you can call me at 513 980 or you can go to the contact page at witnesstalkradio.org. Many ways to contact me, or just leave a comment in the show notes. But Respond. Let me know if you would be interested in attending a training by me, whether it's online or in person. I've got something new in the works for Witness Radio, and I'm hoping it'll go over well. I, I think it will. It's going to be something that will equip you to share the gospel. It's an online store. That's right, the Witness Radio store is coming soon i'm working on all the details of it right now trying to get all the bugs out and everything but when the store opens you can expect evangelism resources gospel tracks i'm currently working on getting stuff in there from living waters from answers in genesis from wretched radio maybe even some other places if they'll let me we'll see what happens So be on the lookout for the Witness Radio store, which there will be a link as soon as it's available on the website. All right, that does it for this episode of Witness Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please share it with others. Send it to your friends, your family, your enemies. I don't care. Just send it out to people so that they can hear the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And one question for you before I go. Something that I want your feedback on, your response is of all the people that you have witnessed to personally, who, how far away was the farthest person? I think for me, it would be Norway. Although, no, I that might not be accurate. I think I had someone from China. Yeah, I don't know which is closer, Norway or China. You, you can let me know that one too. Norway or China, which is closer? And who's the person you've witnessed to that's the farthest away that you've ever witnessed to? I hope that makes sense, because it sounds like gibberish right now to me. Anyway, it's time for you to go. That is, to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to all creation. May God bless you.
0: This show has been a production of the Muniac Family. Please pray for us as we continue to minister in the tri-state area and around the globe with Christ-centered programs.